0: This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, three. Or was that four? Anyway, it's irrelevant. Happy Friday, my friends, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, you can check me out on drive time, Tuesday to Friday from 4 pm. The Monday show is just not what. Anyway, we start with Frank Lampard's Everton beating Newcastle in the Premier League. Here's the fallout on TalkSport.
1: Goes a massive, massive three points for Frank Lampard and Everton. After four successive defeats, they were right up against it here, down to ten men.
0: Tonight you don't forget in terms of the feeling, feeling from the start. Difficult game. The spirit and togetherness of the players in that second half in a difficult game. They're in a good moment. We're in a not so good moment. Sometimes you've got to fight to break the gap that that, that is, and dig in, defend show spirit, get together and then sometimes you get something that might turn things in your favour and that that doesn't mean anything in terms of going forward at the moment but that feeling we've got in there is purely because of the strength of this this stadium tonight. Absolutely unbelievable this game, absolutely unbelievable. The fans reaction and do you know what, the power of Goodison Park drove these Everton players on and got the three points for them, unbelievable performance.
1: back to Iwobi. Alex Iwobi may well have won it for Everton with 10 men. Alex Iwobi, what a goal. What a moment in Everton's season. Former Cruiserweight champion of the world, Tony Bellew has phoned up. Tony, good evening. Tony. What, what's happening, boys? <laughs> Tony, what a night. Was you there? Lad, of course, I'm a scouser, of course I was there. Who are you kidnapped? He's <laughs> the Lads, that was one of the greatest nights and atmospheres I've ever witnessed. I'm telling you now, we were all in there tonight, behind Frank, behind the lads. The goal came after Everton were reduced to 10 men following Alan's red card. The lengthy 17 minutes of added time was down to a protester tying themselves to a goalpost early in the second half. He is chained to that front post around his neck. It's not around his waist, it's actually around his neck. So there is a delay here at Goodison Park. He's just nonchalantly just attached himself when everybody, everybody's eyes were elsewhere, when the, the play was elsewhere, and now they're trying to work out how to get him free. Uh, they're sending for some cutters. Talk Sport breaking news. I've just put on Twitter, Frank Frank Lempod's hand oh dear I can't read that one out it does say you're absolutely <laughs> right Rob it says Frank Lamp broke his hand celebrating
0: and we got what we deserved that's absolutely clear in the end um, against some odds and that sort of exploded around the whole stadium and in the technical area when we scored
1: yeah, he's, broke it. he's broken I'm his hand
0: maybe he did go a little bit OGT then
1: right, no, I've punched things I've, I've booted chairs have you? yeah I've done all sorts mate I go I, go, I know exactly how it, what's <laughs> happening
0: now, on to the Europa League action, where David Moyes' West Ham reached the quarter-finals after knocking out Sevilla at the London Stadium, called Blimey Governor. Is he blowing the whistle? Oh, he has! Listen to the London Stadium erupt like you've never heard this place erupt before. Not even during Super Saturday at the end of- my missus is fast asleep. Oh, dear. Right. Now, on live radio, we are going yeah. to tell her that we've just got through. Yeah. We're going to door Barcelona in the next round. Paul, go and
1: wake her up now and right. tell her on live radio. Darling, we've gone through. Oh, good. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: West Ham and Mott, their new home that they've been here for. It was the biggest ever victory Suchek and Yarmolenko are the heroes tonight Yamalenko's the message in his name will get mentioned all around Europe All around the continents, throughout the world And I hope the message gets out about you know, what's happening in Ukraine If people don't already know about it But the story tonight's just not all about Yarmolenko The story tonight was about the performance of West Ham The football club, how the, the club reacted to a big night in Europe For the first time in a long time and the atmosphere inside the stadium how how good that was
1: let's go to michael who's a west ham fan michael good evening oh good evening <laughs> <laughs> in. See your voice see what the camp new, i haven't been in the camp news since i played me nintendo 64 son Get in there. i've got to say well, i've got to say fairy tale yes i've got to say one thing west ham are
0: massive everywhere we go <laughs> david i don't know if you've heard the breaking news tonight but apparently west ham are massive <laughs> I've heard we're really massive I've heard that as well So uh, uh, Tonight we were massive The way we played Played in a great fashion Deserved it In the end it was, it was a really good night for us In the end One we really enjoyed It
1: is Red Star Belgrade Two Rangers One But Rangers Are going to go through 4-2 on aggregate yes. Let's go to Mal Who's a Rangers fan Mal David Moyles And West Ham Congratulations I'm really Absolutely over the moon And the guy To go into this into the crowd and mm-hmm. give the guy the, yeah. the, his top um, he, the Ukrainian flag was um, was was very 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 emotional mm. and that. and listen um, yeah, West Ham congratulations Rangers absolutely over the moon guys and uh, it'd be a great battle of Britain um, but yeah we could also love Barca as well but listen guys I loved your show um, but tonight has been an emotional night for everybody and and fair play to West Ham and David Moyes and the team with your previous caller Paul and John um over the moon for everybody and um, you know we're into the last eight and we're flying that flag so that's mm. all the that kind as you know amazing Mel absolutely brilliant, brilliant. brilliant superb I would love yeah. to see Rangers West End. and the Foxes managed to hang on Ren 2 Leicester 1 on the night the Foxes go through 3-2 on aggregate tonight we're we'll got to really fight show spirit and show determination because uh, we knew at 2-0 up in the game they were going to really come after us early Atmosphere in the ground was, was fantastic, so uh, so we had to deal with all of that. But yeah, we did do, and, and we're through, which is very important.
0: Now on to Gareth Southgate's England squad. Marcus Rashford has been dropped following a poor run of form with Manchester United. His club teammate Jadon Sancho is not involved either. And Southgate had this to say on Rashford not enjoying his football at the moment.
1: And Bruno Fernandez is in, and it's Rashford. He's put it wide. What a chance!
0: Well, we we always hope to see our players enjoying their football and and playing well. And, um, you know, you'd have to have a, a bit of a question mark about both of those things at the moment. So, you know, we've got to try to help if we can, but that's... A lot more difficult when you're not working with the players every day and um, i will spend some time with him when we finish this camp because i think i've known him a long time i've had him since he was in the under a couple of under 21 squads with us but in the end you've got to find a way as a player and um, it's not always about coaches resolving things and uh, managers resolving things in the end really players find their way that's why it's to their great credit when they progress and they improve because they're taking messages on board or they're showing the fight or the resilience. And this is a period where he's got to show the strength of character to come through. And after Marcus Rashford suffered abuse from some Manchester United fans following the defeat to Atletico, former United striker and Talksport breakfast presenter Alan Brazil recalled his difficult time at Old Trafford. I remember we played Everton in the cup, and I, I hit the underside of the bar. It came down, hit the goal line, and bounced out. In the final dying seconds, we'd have won the game. And there was two kids at the tunnel just spat at me. But look, they're kids. So as much as you think you're little, you, you just think, oh, walk, just walk on, walk on, ignore it, ignore it. And Marcus has to do that. It's not nice when you get pelters like that. He gets it every time he goes to Petardry. Oh right? When you get pelters like that, you have to learn to just look. Yeah, glare at them, but don't say it and just walk away. You have to. On now to the cricket and day two of the second test between the Windies and in England in Barbados, where, of course, every is live and exclusive on TalkSport 2. The tourists took control of the match after Ben Stokesy Stokes scored a sensational 120. Different sport, isn't it? Q Stokesy. Down he comes, gets the single... Ben Stokes goes to 100,
1: 100 to Saver. Stokes is back, some might say he never went away. Well, it's an emotional Ben Stokes, the gloves get... One gloves gets taken off, we know what the celebration is about, the helmet comes off, the bat's on the ground, he hasn't celebrated with a bat, normally you get a, a, a batsman who'll celebrate with a bat, he'll twist it round for the sponsor sticker, Not Ben Stokes in this occasion. He raises the hand, drops the finger, and it's all about Jed Stokes. It's all about a signal to his father. I think this is the first Test 100 since the passing of his dad. No bat in hand, very emotional, Ben Stokes picks the bat up now, acknowledges what is a fantastic Barmy Army crowd, and this has been a fantastic 100 by the Durham All-Rounder and really set this game up for England.
0: Playing in a, in a team sport, you never like to think anything, um, you know, in a selfish way, but, you know, that's out of the hundreds I've got. You know, personally, that's probably the, one of the more memorable ones with everything that's gone on over the past couple of, you know, 18 months or two years. So, I yeah, it was a very special feeling. And for more on the cricket, check out Sports following on podcast with Steve Hammy-Harmerson and Johnny Johnny Norman. That's actually his beautiful name. Bizarre. Asked Mr. and Mrs. Norman. Anyway, on to a bit of boxing now with Simon Money Jordan and former European champ Spencer Oliver discussing who Anthony Joshua should fight next. Well, what you said, what's stopping the all roads leading to Fury? Well, what could be stopping it is that interim fight. Because if he does take on someone like Wilder, Joyce, Ortiz, Wallin... There, it's not an easy road. It's not. It's not a, a road that is
1: a smooth path to that fight. No, but if Fury comes through this fight with Dillian White, and um, now he's talked about retirement and everything else, that won't happen. If he comes through that, and these conversations are happening, yeah. Joshua takes an interim fight, but. A lower level, They're not going to something just to fight. warm up. They're not going to put him in a fight where he's going to get beat because obviously all roads lead to Fury, Joshua, which They've is got to put him in a fight, that everyone's fight everyone's wanting to see. And, and I mean, yeah. Luis Ortiz is a well, credible fighter, a pass, but he's he? he's 173. Yeah. So if you Otto put him, Wallin's a good one. Otto Wallin's a decent one. Southpaw. Joe Joyce, yeah. I don't think is a is a fight that needs to be made for Joe Joyce at the moment. time so I was getting paid, I'd like to see him fight Wilder. I'd like to see him put his money where his mouth is because I would think would wh- he do that? But I think Wilder I think Wilder's done anyway. But notwithstanding that, I still would mm. like to see him in with Wilder because we've seen Fury diminish Wilder. We've seen him do it in three fights. Mm. If you think if you think you can beat Fury, then you can do damage to Wilder. He wants the Wilder fight by <coughs> the way. Joshua wants him. that's the fight that he's that's the fight that he's asked for. Does yeah, Eddie Hearn want that fight because he knows that it could be full of uh, problems and that might then well, listen allow up. him to get the Do You think Wilder's done. Fury I Joshua I think runs. it could be uh, it could be a genius act. thing because look, you know, the punishment that he took in those last couple of fights were were bad, and especially the last fight Wilder, and I think that the timing might be right, you know, Joshua it, it, Joshua
0: goes in, does wilder, sets up a great fight with Fury. And here's Joe Joyce's promoter, Frank Warren. You look at the two fighters, Joe's got a tremendous chin, he's got great stamina. They talk about what
1: happened to him as an amateur. Well, they're not amateurs anymore, they're pros. And if you look and see how they've got on since they've been pros, you know, AJ's done brilliantly, he's become world champion, but he also, he's been beaten twice and he's been exposed. Certainly in his last fight, very exposed. And I fancy Joe can knock him over will you be reaching out to aj's team to try and make that fight happen then we have made initial contact but i don't think they'll go with it if they want it they can have it you're listening to talk sport daily many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care
0: Get your personalised plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now on to the action from day three at the Cheltenham Festival. And here's how it all sounded or unfolded up to you on Talksport.
1: comes to this one and jumps it very confidently and now has just got one more to jump here. Oh no! He's down! Unbelievable, he jumped it well, but then he's just buckled on landing. And that means Bob Ollinger has been handed the luckiest of victories. And third win, Nico de Boinfeld could be getting his third win. Alaphilippe battling hard on the outside, on the inside. But third wind is just gonna get the advantage. But it's all about Alaho. He got a bit close. Oh, nearly repeated it. He clattered his way through, but this time a different result. And Alaho stays on his feet, and now he can enjoy the success flooring porter hasn't put a foot wrong at any of the flights as he comes to this final one and he doesn't put a foot wrong there paisley park is flying but it's all too late and is he gonna snatch second paisley park does get second but take nothing away from flooring porter who has absolutely run the ragged
0: But well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the Talksport app, wherever you get your podcast from. I couldn't give a. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4 pm today, alongside the wonderful Darren Bent. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport daily podcasts at 1st of the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That
1: was a podcast from Talksport.